1: Sportsbet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I oh, reckon he bought in. Okay, but hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's bets bet with mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858.
2: Uh, It's great to have you with us this Monday afternoon. Cup day tomorrow, of course. The track boys will be in from midday all the way through till six doing the job. We'll be back Wednesday. Then they take over again on Thursday. Then we'll be back Friday. Just in case you're planning your week around us, that's what's going on. Mm. Uh, So good luck to you. Uh, We've still got a heap of horses to give away. That's fantastic. Thank you, There's We've still got heaps of horses to give away in the time-honoured run-home Melbourne Mm. Cup sweep. Uh, So we'll get to that uh, in a moment. But... Uh, one of Australia's great friends. He's a friend of this country, uh, and we are lucky to have him. as one of our very own. Mm. Uh, his name is Rob Mills. He's here thanks to Brumbies Bakery, proudly supporting Movember and Men's Health. He lights up our lives with everything he does on uh, the theatre stages of Australia and the world and on television, of course. But he's done something... I don't know how he's found time to do this, but he's written a book, and I don't know much about this book. I know you've been trying to write this book for quite some time, Millsy, but... I want to read it. It's called Putting on a Show, Manhood Mates and Mental Health. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell us all about it. And it's lovely to see you. And I can't believe you're upright and awake. Uh, <laughs> it's, welcome. It's been, thanks. A, <laughs> thanks, it has
1: been a big couple of months uh, recording the audiobook, doing eight shows a week. Uh, and then over the weekend, out at Derby Day, working for, for the 10 Network, doing all the fashion stuff as well. It's been hectic. We finished hairspray last well night. Well done. Thank how, you very much. That, how long did that run for? Uh, three months. A yeah. successful three-month run. The show goes to Adelaide next, and then on to to Sydney. But why I've,
0: don't you go to Adelaide?
1: I've jumped ship, uh, Gazy. Gazy, um, uh, Gazy. There might be a look. There's a little exclusive. Right. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I can't say. Actually, I can't <laughs> say. I can't. I'm doing. I'm doing another. And I've got another gig next year. Stage show type uh, arrangement. Let's say that. Yep. So, really so when does the
2: next gig next year start? Very early in the year. When mm-hmm. will Let's we it, will mate. it start here in Melbourne, or will it, it start will, somewhere else? It
1: might start yeah, <laughs> right. with the with a three at the front of the postcard. Yeah.
2: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um,
1: International type uh, <laughs> show coming to Australia. <laughs> the biggest thing that's ever been here.
0: Love Just it. before
2: we talk about the book, <laughs> yeah. how long have, and this sort of goes into the book, I reckon, a bit, and I wonder whether there's a theme in the book about you do you you do idle, and you know you you get earmarked, and you sign management, and you record think, deals, yeah, yeah. yeah, where's, yeah. It gonna, where's it going to go next? And then there's a lull in, and then the world catches up to you and realizes you're a star, yeah. and the rest is history. But um, how did you go from okay, now the world world's moister to why isn't anyone ringing? What's oh, going mate, on?
1: Here? It was huge. The sort of the roller coaster that is your sort of life, especially in entertainment. You or um, well, we are professional auditioners. We're always getting knockbacks yeah. and getting no's. But um, yeah, the, the, the massive spike, getting a record deal, uh, getting management and then doing a national tour, and then nothing. Mm. I went back to laboring for a good mm. couple of years there. Um, my, my mates are up on the scaffold, like, shooting nail guns at me. I, I talk about it <laughs> in the book, yelling at me, hey, Milzy, who sings that song? Yeah, I go, uh, yeah. Rob Thomas? They go, well, let him sing it. <laughs> cool, cool. Like, that's the sort <laughs> of gear that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still hanging out with those sort of blokes these days, which is good to, keep, to definitely keep me grounded. Yeah. But, yeah, and then it's finding that sort of true purpose, trying mm. trying to find that thing. And for me, it was... Um, getting into musical theater, um, which I, I, I never thought that was actually something that I could do, mm. but it's, it's the equivalent of the footy team thing for me. So I grew up playing footy, baseball, cricket, and I love being part of the team. Mm. I don't want to be the, the star. I don't want to be a, in a single sport mm. entity kind of thing. I I like being the back flanker who just, you <laughs> know, comes on gets a few touches that yeah. does, does my bit. This the, the show I just did playing Corny Collins in Hairspray was literally that. I literally come on, a few touches, a few
0: hardball gets, kick a few goals. <laughs> and all right, yeah, done. <laughs> love it. And, and by all reports, you did it magnificently well. Thanks, mate. Which is great. Uh, but what then uh, did, motivated you? Have you had a personal experience, whether it was COVID, whatever it may be, what was the motivation behind For the putting this book together?
1: So during COVID, along with, I'm sure, mm. thousands of other Australians, so I lost a few friends, um, not to COVID, but to cancer yep. So, um, yep. and couldn't get to the funeral, of course, couldn't get to the funerals. Um, watching watching the services on Zoom is just not, not great. Good. Um, going out afterwards, as soon as the lockdowns are open and catching up with mates and having a few beers and then realizing, oh, the beer and the alcohol is actually making me feel worse. I haven't actually dealt with the grief. So I wrote an article about it, sort of my relationship with alcohol and the grief period and it just really resounded with a lot of blokes that, after it was published in the Age and the Sydney Morning Herald. And oh, the, a publisher reached out and just said, "This is really good writing. What would you want to do more of this sort of mm. writing on a bloke's perspective?" And I said, yeah, "Actually, I've been looking at identity uh, for quite a while about Australia, but look, let's let's just make it a bit more smaller, and I'll talk about it from my my own perspective. Maybe I can talk about the things I've learned from my grandfather, from my father. What are the what are the things? Who are the archetypes yeah. that that we used to look upon? It's like the beach blonde uh, yeah, yeah, Bondi yeah, surfer yeah. bloke. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, the yeah. Jackie Howe wearing sheep shower?" Sheep, shear and bloke. I, yeah. I don't identify with e- either of those guys. So who are these archetypes now? Who are Who is the Aussie man? Um, so I, I spent uh, a good like six months, 12 months interviewing all these incredible people that I'd met along the way or people that I found really interesting. Um, and it's, it's all those interviews and me reflecting on those interviews with my own life as well.
2: So what, what have you come to understand about what the Blokes. Aussie man is and what, a, what it is to be a bloke in Australia in well, 2022. I'll generalize because... Yeah, of course, because there's many. Yeah. yeah
1: We're so, we are super diverse yeah. um, in this country, which is fantastic. We are not just the Caucasian white sheep, shearing bloke that I was talking yeah. about before. We're super diverse in our cultures and um, in our sexuality, which is fantastic as well. Um, the thing I found, though, is we don't want to be burden. We don't want to burden others. Blokes mm. don't talk about their stuff. So they don't... It takes a long time to build up trust yeah. for us to be able to talk about stuff. Um, and once we get there... We even still, we still don't want to tell, the, tell our mm-hmm. mates or our partners or our family because we don't want to burden them. Someone's always got it worse off than us. We don't introspect. Um, Zach Seidler, who's um, the head psych at Movember, um, he said in one study when asked about what it is to be a man or what is masculinity – Nine out of 10 blokes wrote, my penis. (laughs) Right. Right. There's no, and and I think a couple more wrote, and my balls. Like, like there's no- (laughs) Anyone draw pictures? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, There's just a lack of introspection happening. Um, Tommy Harkin, who I talk talk to in the book, he uh, runs workshops for young kids through high schools and um, big corporate stuff as well. And he said- the amount of blokes that he speaks to just says, "I've never sat in a room with other blokes and talked mm. about stuff. Never. Yeah. We're talking about fifty and sixty-year-old blokes. Yeah, well, yeah, it, yeah. it is, yeah. it is happening. Social change is happening. Younger kids are doing it more often. But yeah, can you imagine that? There's no. well, generations of blokes that have never yeah. even sat well, down n- to think yeah. about how they feel? No, I can oh, actually. Yeah. Oh. No,
2: I, so no. Uh, to, I want you to keep going you here, go, go, we, go. we can keep. This mm. is what we get. Our, no, our, no, I reckon a large percentage of our audience is probably, yeah, you know." the type that you're talking about, but keep going. Keep no, well, well, you talk about that, and,
0: and, and, and this is not in a salacious way, I don't believe, but in the book you actually talk about penis size and male baldness and, yeah, yeah. and how, just an overview, how does that come into it into our beings of what we are? Well, I want to know, like I asked mm. the
1: sexologist, George Grace, who was fantastic, there's a really good chat in the book, mm. um, talking about um, penis size, is it, does, it, does it actually matter? Are we good lovers in Australia? And does penis size matter? She said, absolutely not. What what matters is the is the communication that you have. We're, we're a really conservative kind of bunch here in Australia as far as sexually. We're not very sexually liberal. Um, and I want to try and break down that stigma. Try and yeah. break down the taboo. You know, you should be able to talk to your partner about stuff. I don't mm. mean you go tell your mates about what you're doing, but you should be having those conversations with your partner, especially around young people talking around around consent, what they're after, yeah, what course. they're not after. Like it's a really hot topic at the moment, um, especially with the case that's uh, just been yes, uh, just yep, been adjourned. Yep, yep. um, so yeah, there's that. Also, male pattern baldness is always sort of seen as a, a weakness kind of thing as well, which I which I don't understand <laughs> in this country. Considering <laughs> one in are two, for? one in one in five <laughs> will, will start going bald um, before around about twenty. Yeah. yeah, by fifty, it's one in two. It's yep. half the population of men. So oh, it's right. yep. it's it's really not not a thing. It's not an issue. Mm. So. Or you can, you know, try and hang in there. Go take yourself to Turkey and get the job done, or go hit
2: an Or so you oh. say it's not an issue, so and it, it has it. never been for me. Like I've had, I've had people, I've had parents of mates of mine who have watched me, you know, mm. do stuff in my work, right? You know, mm. and I've had a couple of my mates' dads say. Geez, you know, you're going to be bored, mate. Like, have they done the yeah. old
1: Richie Benno? If you ain't got the locks, you ain't on the box. That's right.
2: And they said, "You're going to do something about that." Like, you might. It might be the. It might be mm. the thing that sees you keep or lose your job on telling. I'm like, ah, if they, if that's the reason I lose it, so be it. You know, like it's never.
1: No, it's just not a thing anymore. I mean, Richie's doing a great job on yeah. the box. Um Sammy Hargrove's here. He's a, got a beautiful head, I reckon. <laughs> here at the <ACN>. yes. <laughs> end.
2: So are we evolving. Is this what we? Are. Is this what you're learning as yeah. as part of the um, journey through speaking to people and understanding what you wanted this book to be? One of the best
1: things is that we are learning, and social change, as I was saying before, does take time. Um, one of the things that I, I talked to and I spoke to a few of my friends, like Jamila Rizvi, um, Michelle Brazier. She's an up and coming um, comedian, very funny. She was talking about. Is it possible, like, like we'll go back to 60s, 70s, right? Women were moving into men's, traditional men's spaces. Um, and yeah. what, what didn't happen was men weren't moving into traditional women's spaces. And women, and I don't mean jobs and stuff. I mean actual spaces like mm. talking, feelings. Uh, like. And that has to happen. If, yeah. if, if the shift is going to happen one way, it also has to come the other way. And I know I'm asking a lot of women um, in this, but I'm asking if you're really good at it, don't just yell at the bloke for not not knowing or not. Just give give us a hand. Mm. Um, but also, if you are a bloke who does it really well, help a mate. Help a mate. Mm. To, like have those conversations. Yeah. Not only can they help save a life, but they're really good for your kids to to see. Um, also, the other thing I found was being a good role model. It, it's so hard to just mm. look. I'm not a parent, but I see it in my brothers and my friends have got kids. Role modelling and having mentors outside of the family or like is so important for mm. for kids mm. for their
0: for how they grow up. One of the biggest challenges that we all face, not just men, but yeah. is the uh, the challenges of social media. Yeah. Either trying to get your own identity and being validated right. with likes and oh, yeah. being appreciated, or also being influenced by social media, or in some of their cases, being abused on <laughs> social media. Yeah, uh, do you, is there something in the book that relates to that? Because right now, that that to me is one of the biggest influences, not just here in Australia, but globally of what as communities we have to deal with. It's, it's the hardest, mate. We, we, with this, it, what it does is it chimes into the worst parts of
1: our personality. Mm. It, it, it goes towards that narcissism um, that we all have parts of, but it mm. really dials it up. Mm. And then we have this FOMO, that, you know, this fear of missing out on everything. Instead of mm. just actually sitting with ourselves, putting the phone down. I, one of the reasons I actually wrote a book was when you're with a book, You just have to sit with yourself and your thoughts. That's it. Mm. Mm. There's no phone, no nothing. Mm. Like a book is a really good way to sit and just be with your thoughts. Mm. And even like throughout the book, I I would say write write in the margins, scribble over it. If you you like something, like just draw it out or, or, you know, write it out. Mm. Like it's having that time away from your phone and away from social media, it's, mate, let's not even go into cancel culture. And if you say the wrong thing, there's a few times in my editor Mm. wanted to Cut out a few things. I went, no, no, no. We, we need to have this in here. It's mm. important to have these conversations. It's yeah. important that even if it riles up a few people, at least it's, look, It's not some of it's not fact. It's just opinion. But at least mm. let the people have their opinion and then you can make your
2: own. Mm. Who, who would you like to have read this book?
1: Oh, look, women, men, young boys. I got a 22-year-old diesel mechanic reach out to me on Instagram a couple of days ago and just say, hey, Milzy, thank you so much for this book. I'm halfway through. I'm like this is some of the stuff that I've been dealing with, or some of the things I've been thinking about. It's so great that someone else is thinking the same thing and has actually put it down into, you know, into words on a on a in a book. Yeah, so yeah. That's the kind of guy I'm like. I didn't think I'd get to that guy, but they're the guys I was hoping to. the The other one I'm trying to get to is, and I have been for years, is trying to get Macca from the Footy Club. Yes. It's whoever you are, Maca. Yep. And you don't go to you don't go to training on Thursday because you've gone to the physio because your hammy's sore. But what I want to do is. Get to Macca, who goes to the psych on Thursday, on a Saturday. Hey, hey, Macca, where, where were you? Where were you on Thursday night? I was just at the psych. Mm. Oh, great. Yeah. Everything mm. all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just talk through a few things. Actually, can we go have a beer? I also want to run through a few things with you after this. I want to break down the stigma so it's he doesn't have to hide from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't yeah. have to hide from this. Yeah. You're not crazy if you go see a psych. Yeah. I see yeah. my psych once a month. It's so good.
2: And how much better is it going to be? I I put this to you. Yeah. You you start the conversation we've had today about the um you know the the lifesaver the bronze lifesaver and the sheep shearer in yeah. the shearing shed right with a flanny on and how much better will it be if we broaden what a male role model looks like if we have instead of having two or three from forty so we've got fifty to choose from in front of us and they're yeah. all. They're all equitable. They're all strong. They're all reachable. They're all attainable. Yeah,
1: I think, mate, I think that's the best thing. And you should, and at the same time, this shouldn't just be one or two mm. or three. Just whatever works for you. Yeah. I think one of the things is, is great this year. Uh, I'm working on the races for Channel Ten. They've got the um, best on best best on field. The fashion. Yeah, fashion on the field. on fields. So they're doing a best dressed and a best suited this year. So mm. it's not a best male and best female category. Yeah, yeah, yep. Even that. I'm like, yep. this is a very conservative kind of, you know. Mm. Um, uh group of people that have gone you know what let's move with the times yeah 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 which i think is fantastic yeah, I agree. so w- we are moving in the right direction it's just taking a little bit of time and if if you need a bit of <laughs> you need a bit of help put put, put your hand up well, don't, don't be thing. afraid to
0: put your hand up and say i need a little bit of help in no, this. No. and it gets back to what you're talking previously about uh the idea of going seeing of psych and for some the stigma mm. associated with it uh is it did you start going to see a psych because you had some problems you needed to work out or is this just part of a maintenance routine? It's
1: kind of. I was just sad. I was just a bit sad. I was like, I couldn't work out why I was sad. And it, what it was, is I didn't know who it was. Mm. I was. I a, was a version of Australian Idol 21-year-old Millsy. Like a, a guy that, oh, he's a party guy. I'm like, yeah, but yeah. I'm also really hardworking and I like my craft. And I, I couldn't quite work out how to, how to be both. Mm. And then I went, oh, I'd go see a psych and help me work through some stuff. It's, it has improved my relationship with, with Tunny, uh, who's my, my partner, um, f- for, like, n- no end. Um, the, the conversations we have, because of those conversations I have with a psych, mm. so much better. Yeah, like, yeah, our yeah. relationship is absolutely, like, yeah. rock solid. Yeah.
2: Well, that's great. The, one, the, minute, yeah. the, the minute you can stop pretending to have to be something, mm-hmm. I imagine. Putting on a show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To fit in. You know, and I don't know whether your kids have ever had, you know, issues where they've sort Absolutely. of maybe sold their own, what they want to be to just be part of a crew. Mm-hmm. Like our kids at 12, 11, and we're talking to our 12-year-old about this a lot at the moment. You, you just be you. Don't worry if you're if you going to a party and everyone's wearing this and that's mm-hmm. what, but you don't want to do that. You're okay to just yeah. do that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. It's hard to do for a kid – it's hard to do if you're an adult, I reckon. Can I, can you I ask
1: you a question, Eddie? Um, you're you're raising girls. Mm. What, what are your hopes for you know, young the young bloke listening to this oh, who's raising young boys?
2: Just, the, it, I just all I ever say to anyone is just f- be who, and this is maybe a bit easier said than done. But it, yeah. I think it goes to your book, and I can't wait to read it. But mm. uh, just be find who you are, and just mm. be true to that. The minute you feel like you're doing something or saying something, or or there's a voice. The voice coming out of your mouth is not authentic. Yeah, you don't get rid of that. Tr- <laughs> yeah. As soon as you can get rid of that voice, just to fit in and be accepted. And I know that's easier said because we all want to be attached. Oh, we, yeah, all, yeah. we all want to find our
1: place, you but know. You, I think you will find your tribe though. The I more offensive that you are, the, yeah. the quicker that you'll get there as well. But I think that's what the psych does. I think people are scared of of going to the psych because not only do you find all the good things that you love about yourself, mm. you also find out about the things that you hate about yourself. Mm. Mm. And it's really daunting. It's really daunting. Like, oh fuck! I really, <laughs> really, I really, I really, I really hate that. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> narcissist. Up, you know. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a good partner at uh, times. You're like. It's it's confronting, but at the same time, don't judge yourself for it. You just move on. Well, you know, improve improve on it.
2: I can't wait to read the book. It's called Putting on a Show, Manhood Mates and Mental Health. You know the voice. The author is Rob Mills. He's had a mate, uh, Paul Connolly spent some time alongside putting it all together. It's available in all good bookstores.
1: And all bad ones as well. Yeah. And an audio book which so did I just you, finished. Yeah. Did
2: he was that what's it like to record an audio book of
1: It's a long time. Um, is it I mean you guys sit here and you, you talk on radio all day. It's mm. like that, but like no, But you have you're to just be reading. Yeah, You just reading. have to get it perfect
2: Yeah
0: No I can't do that Yeah <laughs> No but you're well, just reading the book aren't you Yeah reading the book Yeah, yeah but you've got to get it perfect proof. Yeah of course
2: Imagine you and me trying to do We can't <laughs> rem- Take look, a while whatever, how, how do our live reads go yeah, well, well I'll be oh, pretty, pretty <laughs> when sharp. we do a live read, they, mm. it takes us—we bumble through those all the time. No, nah, don't think I'll get through. It. It's lovely to see how are your hawks going, by the way. Uh,
1: look, we're looking okay. Sammy's did it. I think Sammy's done a great job in his first full year uh, this mm. year, and I—I I, I know we've cleaned house and got nothing again for all of our players. I don't understand. Every year we have to trade all our guns that have been at the club for. <laughs> For you know, for ten years, know, no, no, no. and we get nothing. It, 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 it we get yeah. no draft
0: picks. We get no extra cash. There you go. Yeah. What is going speaking on? Speaking your language, Keith. Uh, uh, that's uh, that was generally a sort of an overview of what <laughs> I was asking those <laughs> questions. But I know you. You know, in times like this, yeah. Keep the faith. I just got to keep the faith. Yeah. Do you know? I, do you know? I love Gazy. Mm. John Newcomb, like yes. by far,
1: probably the best player of the best rising star, doesn't win. He's just like mm. okay. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. Definitely should have won. Yeah. That, that'll be. You know
2: what? That'll. Carrying through. Thank you. That won't be a bad thing for him, I don't reckon. Hey, can
1: I ask you guys before um your tip for tomorrow for the cup?
2: I am tipping, depending on the weather, I'm tipping Van de Clare. Mm. Van de Clare. Yeah. Well he doesn't. He does, oh, does I've he got just into he the does not know. No, no. Get he on this. <laughs> into <the rabble> <laughs> he wouldn't know one end of the horse from <laughs> no, the other. No, I do.
0: No, I'll add a barrier fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Gold trip. Okay, oh, that's there number go, one. Yeah that's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, good with good t- luck with the book, mate. Thanks, and
2: good luck with this mystery uh, next chapter in the Rob Mills adventure, mm. yes. mystery, uh, Rob Mills adventure mm. yes. that we'll learn more about in very, 2023. Very, good very, luck. Very yeah, amazing. the new uh, stage <laughs> show. We can't no. say too much about <laughs> well, it. the new something. Millsy is the person <laughs> in the Life. studio with us putting on a show. Manhood, mates, and mental health are here. on a stage. Brumby's Bakery. You're singing. Proudly supporting Movember. Acting. And mental. Hairspray. Health.